Welcome along, folks. Uh, today we're going to look back on the storming hammering of Rodron. Yeah, whatever. And we will just uh, tip on the match tomorrow night against Wolves. Uh, get a couple of predictions and then there's a couple of bits of injury news. We'll touch on them as well. So then joined by the three lads, Richie, Collie and Chris. How are you lads? You okay? All good, yeah. Yeah, all good, Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know we said the other day, Richie, that uh, it's all about getting into the hat, which it is at the end of the day, but my God, that was a hard watch, wasn't it? Oh. Uh, it was dreadful. I think hard, hard has been has been nice to it. Um, but yeah, it is job done. It's in the hat and hopefully it's something that we'll forget about. I mean, it's hard after looking at that to say, oh, we might look back in May and laugh at it because on performances like that, you won't win. You won't win anything, you know, and it'll make you kind of wonder. We seem to be kind of stringing a series of bad results together again, although we, we, we did get over the line. Um, again, we kind of spoke about squads and the rotation that we made, that, 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 that he made in it. And again, I suppose a couple of couple of the fringe players got got their chance to start again. You know, really, really didn't do anything to to, to make Carla kind of the thing to say right that they deserve it. Uh, a, a shot at start at a week in week out, and it wasn't until I suppose we made the changes and brought in the the I suppose the the, the stronger lads that 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 we finally turned the turned the screw to get over the line. Yeah, like it was a very very strong team put out, Collie, and the bet. I mean, the bench was. Like the bench was probably the strongest bench we've had in a long time, but it just didn't didn't pan out that way. Yeah, um, I think we spoke about this in previous pods in relation to the squad depth show. You know, on paper we had a very strong forced eleven starting against Rotherham, but once the final, once the whistle blew, I think a lot of a lot of players let themselves down. Um, mm. Players that you you know expected to step up and try and reclaim their place didn't do it in my mind. That's for sure, and kind of leaves us now <clears throat> with a conundrum. And what do we do with these players? You know, but uh, look, the main thing is Joe. We're, we're in the half of the next round, but it certainly wasn't a classic and one you wouldn't be putting on an end of season uh, awards uh, oh, DVD. You know, no, no, Joe, no, no. <laughs> Unless you want to get get yourself asleep or suffering from insomnia or something like that, but uh, no, it's certainly one I wouldn't be watching again. Yeah, I think they'd be just showing the goals and that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think Collie's bang on and Richie as well. Chris, that these players, uh, we'll go into them in a few minutes, but like the fringe players, this was a chance to shine against like a second or third from the bottom of the championship team, and none of them took the chance. No, I think the only positive to take out the whole thing was we got through. Other than that, it was it was dreadful to be to be quite honest. But uh, no issues with the starting eleven on paper. You know, it looked like a team that should really win comfortably. Um, I can, I can understand like Luca Dean. Of course, he was way off the pace, but it was a good game to get him some minutes under his belt. You know, he, you couldn't throw him in against a Premier League team, kind of. He needs a couple of couple more weeks training, you know. Um, James, you know, some of these lads, I think the plan was to get a couple of goals ahead and then take Lucas Dean off, give James maybe 70 yeah. minutes. And, you know, and it just completely went pear-shaped, didn't it? He would have liked him to not have to put the car on. And, uh, it, look, 
it, it's very worrying, to be honest. Backing that up with the West Ham game, the signs are looking, you know, poor the way we're playing. We, we'd we one shot on target in 90 minutes against the bottom of the championship. It was, it's just the amount of misplays passes. It was absolutely, yeah. I couldn't believe it. We were gift, gift wrapped and yeah. look, Rotherham had a go. You know what you're getting with. You know, it's probably one of the biggest games some of those boys have played. They're going to raise their levels. They're going to run their, you know, run like like they don't normally do. They're going to be concentrated. They know they're going to have to be at it and they'll make it difficult for you. But we were gifting them chances, just surrendering possession in midfield. But Gomez and Davis, we they can't play together. You would have expected them to be dictating the game, a team of Rodham's level. You know, Gordon, big chance for him. Didn't do it. Towson, other than his goal, didn't do anything. Didn't hold the ball up. Doesn't run the channels. You know, I was looking forward to seeing Godfrey centre back. I, he didn't play well at all. There seems to be no, there seems to be no middle ground with Everton. You know, when everybody's playing well, eight out of ten, we're an excellent side. But we just don't have enough players that when we're not playing well. Like United, for example, they're not playing well, but if a Rashford will get a goal or Fernandez will get a goal and win them the game, we don't have enough individuals that can kind of turn a game for us when things aren't going our way. You know, we seem to throw in these performances like Southampton or Newcastle where everybody just plays utterly dreadful on the day. Where Olsen, I don't think any player can really hold a head up other than the car right when he came on, Yerry Mina, I think he stabilises and showed mm. a bit of leadership and fairness to him, but it's worrying science, to be honest with you, you know, with the, the, the week we have coming up. It just looks so tired, Rich. It just, like, I know it was an early start, but I don't think that should be an excuse, to be honest, but they just looked, there was no, no get up and go, no fears or pace about the place. No, and it's strange because, I mean, I thought we started well. The first 10, 15 minutes, we actually done well. You know, we came out mm. of the blocks and we, you know, Gordon had a chance early. Then we got the goal. And it was just a case of control the game for 10 or 15 minutes, you know, make them run around a bit, get a second one and put it to bed. Mm. And, you know, it just went the complete opposite way. They stepped up a couple of yards, starting, started putting pressure on us and we just weren't able for it. You know, they, but they... They seemed to be, they just wanted it more, I suppose. They were more physical. They, you know, they pressed a little bit more. And, you know, it, I suppose it's similar to games to where we have lost before and kind of gave up the ghost, like Southampton, you know, as soon as they started pressing us, you know, we didn't really have an answer. And yes, we had space in behind, but we weren't able to get the ball in there to use it. So um, it was to no effect. And again, you have to take into account that it's Rotherham that you're playing. And it's, just, it, it, it's not acceptable, you know. You need someone in the middle of the field, grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck. And as Chris said, it wasn't until Decora came on that, you know, you're kind of saying that in the last 15, 20, you want to be able to bring on someone with a bit of flair and kind of, you know, and we were looking for someone to come in and to, and to shore up the middle, you know, so it was, it, it was, it was dreadful, you know, it, it really, really was. And I suppose you look, say West Ham, Sheffield United before that, United before that, that they've all been really lacklustre, Energetic wise, you know, and we haven't kind of we haven't got going, so it, it it is worrying. You kind of say, right, you know, what's the what what's the answer to it? We do have the players coming back. I suppose if you want a positive, that Ham has got ninety minutes, probably longer than he wanted or 
or that they wanted to give him. Luke Dean, his minutes, Wobi kind of on a lesser scale came back from an injury as well. So you'd be hoping that we are kind of getting these kind of more, I wouldn't say more energetic, but some are, you know, that it give us a bit more, allow us to play a bit more expansive. But as it is, it, it's really hard to see, you know. Yeah, I think out, we spoke about this before, outside the main 12 or 13, Cali, we just struggle. And at this last game, I actually thought Towson done okay for someone who didn't get any help whatsoever. Like, it's similar to like Dorman in the league games. He's getting no support or help from the midfield. But uh, I think someone who you know, we've been banging on for a while to get a chance. And like he started Anthony Gordon, he just. He just didn't. He disappointed big time. Yeah, I, I, I just don't think Anthony, uh, from a defensive point of view, is there just yet, Joe. To be honest with you, going forward, absolutely, he has the little sublime touches, and it was a great through ball for for Towson, and equally, it was a great finish by by Towson, um, as well. And as you said, you know, he hasn't played in a long time. I actually didn't think he played that great myself, um, but look, he got the goal for us. Um, but I just wonder, Joe, just in preparation for this part I was kind of having to think about the game itself Rodrum Arcero Yo-Yo uh, from League 1 to Championship and back down over the last four years that's that's basically how they've gone so a lot of these would be League 1 players um, and yet Richie was right he stepped up he, we should have realised what they were going to put 150% into this game but I just wonder Joe is the desire there from air players you know us as fans want us to see wants us to win the FA Cup. But in reality, does the club or should I say the players do, do they realise what the FA Cup means to supporters? You know, should the FA Cup winners go into the Champions League? Would that make it a bit more uh, competitive? Instead of teams putting it out their, their second and third string teams, um from a premiership point of view, should should the winners then whoever wins the FA Cup go into the Champions League? You know, I just I just I, I would question the desire of the players, which is an awful thing to say when you think about it. But mm-hmm. I do question the desire of the players to to take part in this tournament, or did they just see it as just another game and sure, all we have to do is put on our jerseys and go out? It was never going to be the case. And, and Chris rightly said in the last pod, these put it up to us. Uh, these are League One players probably playing the the, the most important uh, match of, of their career um, against C- uh, Premiership players who will be on maybe 10 times uh, more money than per week. And they're going to put it up to them. They're going to say, well, I can take you on. You aren't any better than I am. I just don't think we have... I just think we're missing elements to the team that Alan, obviously, the, the likes of Alan that can grab the shorts of the players and say, up yourselves on type of situation, you know. Yeah. Can I just, I just don't think. I think we need another one or two Decore type players as well, Joe. Um, yeah. I just don't think we have them there, and I, I do agree. I think uh, I, 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 Gomez for me is is is. I didn't think he, he done well at all, and, and I don't know. It's just I just don't see where Gomez fits into the team anymore. I think he fits in, but like Chris said, I don't think him and Davis can play together. They're just, they're just too similar. Um, but there's not much pace between the two of them for me. Uh, so if you put them two in a team together, you're kind of... You're getting the same player. 
in, in two positions or they're kind of overlapping each other. So uh, I think what like one of them has to play, not both of them. So uh, I thought Mkonku done well, Joe, when he came on. He, 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 and he got us up to pitch. And I know yeah. look, it's against a lesser, uh, probably a lesser obviously uh, opposition, but uh wouldn't be rule him out for that that role a left side of midfield uh role, Joe, to be honest with you. He has the yeah. pace anyway, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, I thought actually Luca Dean, as much as like we wanted to see him back, I think that was a game too early because uh, he did absolutely he was he was I'd say 50, 60 percent the player that he, that he usually is. Now, granted, he didn't get much help uh, defensive wise from from Gordon, but um, I don't know. I can see I can see it going back, Chris, tomorrow against Wolves. I know we touched it in a minute, but I can see it going back to the, the four at the back. Godfrey slotting in there at the left. Um, I can't see Luca Dean even being on the bench to be honest because it just didn't look fit at all. Yeah, I'd agree that's the way to go. Um, yeah, you know, looking at Luca, look, it was, I think it was an ideal game to put him into. It was a low risk kind of game mm. with the opposition we were playing to get minutes under his belt because you couldn't put him in for the Wolves game. His first game back up against Traore, he got absolutely roasted, you know. So the positive is he didn't play great, fair enough, but he, he got minutes under his belt and he's on the road to getting back to that level. We know that. We need him to be at, but I do think Godfrey will go back in. He'll be able to match uh, Triore for pace, mm. hopefully. Mm. And, um, you know, Luca Dean, he'd probably be on the bench if, if we do need someone to come on for the last 20 minutes. To, if we're struggling for a goal and we need a bit of creativity, he might, he might have a good 20, 25 minutes in him, you know, that could be the way to go. Yeah, I think now uh, we, we've segue into the Wolves game, Rich. Um, the news today that Dom is out now for looks like a couple of weeks. So I know there was a discussion online earlier. Um, selling Keane, or putting Keane out on loan and not getting a striker in, it's come back to bite us on the arse now because we're left really with just tossing. Uh, maybe you could put Richarlison up front and probably Ellis Sims on the bench. So we're struggling now big time up front. Yeah, I suppose this is the risk that we always knew that if we lost any of the strikers, you know, that we were going to be we we're going to be at bare bones. And I suppose we are so we're lucky in a sense that Dom has has done so well for us because if he hadn't, you know, you you're still just just with that meager kind of uh, backup that we had that we have. So I mean, yeah, I, it's probably an opportunity for Tossin to get another run out. Maybe um, again, I thought he was he's okay with the ball with the with the supply that he got, but he, he's worked kind of the ball and stuff and he, he's hole up it's just you know even even against the likes of Rotter it's not good enough you know bring, bring it, trying to bring all this into play but I, I presume he'll start he got a goal unlucky not to get a second one so um, you, you, I probably would, would see him starting but um, yeah I mean without Dom I think it could be you'd just be hoping that it will be that it is quick you know I mentioned that he that it had been from around the West Ham game so he hopefully has a week or so kind of of, of recuperation done already um, but with a hamstring, you just don't know, and you don't want to be rushing it back too soon, and we're without him for for a longer period. But um, yeah, as well, I suppose Richarlison is to do it uh, to do a test or whatever later on today as well. And yeah. I think if we're without the two of them, again, we're back to kind of where we were before and just struggling to create. So it's really important that we that, that we have him. I think, like if Richarlison's out, Collie, like we're struggling big time. As much as Chank is a 
he, he's a good finisher. I think, but he's like Richie said, he he doesn't come looking for the ball. He, like he wants the ball into him rather than the other way around. So, um, I just I, I just see us struggling to be honest now, Barney. Yeah, I do myself, Joe. Uh, if I'm being honest, um, it might explain the reason Richie hasn't, uh, Richardson hasn't been um, that great over the last game or two. I didn't think he's been great. So possibly, obviously, there, there has been an injury there or some sort of niggle there. Um, with respect to, to Tosin, I think uh, Angelotti referred to it in this press conference today that, uh, again, he, he said he wants them to stay in the box rather than come outside of the box to... Just to stay in the box, but I, I just Tosin, yeah, he is a good finisher, Joe. But I just I have me doubts about about the chap, unfortunately. Yeah, Joe, if I'm being honest, um, I'd see you might, I'd say you might see a bit of interest now in Joshua King from Barmount. Um, he's in the last six oh, months of his contract, hard, wasn't yeah, there was, and a number of clubs have gone in, and <coughs> I was surprised to see West Ham sell Haller. Um, they're, they're meant to be sniffing around as well, but. I, 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 look, we, we've said this probably from pod one, Joe. This was always going to be the case that could we rely on Dom to, to, to stay fit for the whole season? And he's a very fit lad, Dom, in fairness to him. And, mm. But you can never, you can never, you can never uh, kind of foresee what's going to happen. But we'll see now the strength of the squad going forward over the next couple of weeks. I think Villa, there's a possibility Villa could be called off, Joe. Um, I say it's moved to Sunday. Oh, did I say something? No, it's moved to oh, Sunday. Oh, it has already. been moved. To, oh, right, yeah. okay. Didn't moved to Sunday at 12 o'clock now. It's supposed to be half five, I think, Saturday evening. So now right. it's Sunday 12. So I don't know whether that's to give them an extra day off or. Yeah, all oh, right. Didn't realise that now. Didn't realise. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But yeah, uh, the Wars game, Rich, or oh, Chris, sorry. Um, uh, like It's going to be Towson, I presume. Um, for Charleston passes, the fitness test. Maybe he'll go in, but there's nothing else come from midfield. It's gonna like shake them up on current form. It's uh, it's gonna be a, a long night, I fear, Joe. Um, I think it is the way to go. The way we we approach sort of the Leicester game and the Chelsea game with the with Godfrey, he probably played Coleman just because Coleman has a little bit more maybe going forward, get you up the pitch a bit more than Holgate possibly would. And he does see Coleman him, so it'll probably pick for Coleman. Kane, Mina, Godfrey, you would imagine. Um, Decore, probably Sigurdsson and Tom Davis, I'd say. The worry is it if Richie's not fit, there's no outlet there. We're going to put men behind the ball like we have been doing, try and keep a clean sheet and play on the break. But we have no outlet there with Tosin. As Tosin's a box, he's a box player. Yeah. If you give him the ball and in and around the six-yard box, the edge, you know the edge of the box, he, he's a decent enough finisher. But if we clear the ball, he, he has no pace. He's not going to hold the ball up and bring players into play. The ball is just going to keep being recycled and coming back at us. They're a very... Uh, very efficient side wolves. Now they're missing Jimenez. Obviously, he had a he had a bad injury that the media won't be talking about after eighty five days. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the last Jota. But they're a very efficient side. Um, some very good players. Neto is an excellent player. Triari yeah, has class. a pace. Yeah. 
They've uh, Neves and Moutinho and Centre-Mir. They've been there a couple of seasons. Very good technical players. They like switching the play. One of them drops, one of them pushes on, joins the attack. And they push the full-backs up very high as well. Good full-backs. Cody's a solid centre-back. So they're very uh, well-drilled sides. You know, they've been, again, they've been together pretty much three years now, haven't they? Since they've come mm. up, they've been fairly solid, played in Europe. So they all know their jobs as a collective, individually. They're, they press well, which we, we've really struggled with teams that, that tend to press you. So it's very hard to see where the goals are going to come from, from, from our perspective. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. We we don't really have much luck at the minute. When we get you know Lucas back and Hamez back, and then we lose Dom and Richie. You know, as Collie said earlier, from one to eleven, we need to get our eleven out firing eight out of ten performances every week, and we can compete. But you know, when we're missing two or three lads and players are, you know, even when Richie does come back, he probably hasn't trained now since he had his concussion. Mm couple of games a quick succession it's more recovery they're not getting much time on the train and pitch to work you know as a team to prepare so players are still going to be at different levels of fitness and you know Iwobi as well he came back in he was brutal against Rotherham as well you'd hope that you know he won't revert to type again no he was on a good run of games there so it's going to be a long watch but look we said that about you know Leicester, Chelsea, Arsenal so hopefully we can we can keep them out and um, we will be able to take whatever chances come our way albeit from from set plays that's another good thing we have with James back his delivery now is fantastic you know he's a great ball in so they're also dangerous from set plays I think we have the second highest we have eight goals from set pieces this season but I think Wolves have seven so they're they're very good from set players as well, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be nip and tuck. I think it's gonna be hard uh, I, to watch, but I think it'll be similar, Rich, to uh, we'll have to have, have that three games. Levels. Yeah, exactly. It'd be similar, Rich, to them three games like Chelsea, Arsenal, and Leicester, where we we'd probably be sitting back, letting them come with us and playing on the break, which kind of might. As much as I said, I'm dreading it, but it might suit us because at the moment, the, like the three games we played where we, we were the ones with the ball, we didn't have the guile or the, like the, the break teams down. So maybe playing on the break might suit us. See, it suits us to put the onus on them, and that's the way they like to have the ball as well. And we seem to be better kind of to, to sit in. in 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 those games. You know, we do have that little bit more quality if you have Hammers back now as well, where you know you should be able to create a couple of more chances. But um, yeah, I mean, the game is set up for us to to go and kind of do the low block again, and whether it's Holgate or Coleman right back, and then Mina Keane and 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 Godfrey alongside him. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's set up for it, and it suited us. And again, it's. Well, it's, it's it's performance, you know. Um, it's mentality, you know. Can they can they just turn it on and turn it off? Where they're not kind of in the right frame of mind for a Saturday morning kind of FA Cup game, you know, against the lower league. Like, is that you know where they're more focused on a on, on this game? You'd like to think so that you know that. But it, again, you know, I I don't think it's as easy as just saying right that we can turn it on and off when when we please. But I yeah. do I do think the fixture 
suits us again, that they're a team that likes to have it. We'd be better defending. Um, and again, I suppose they're, they're not in the best run of form either. They won the weekend, but before that, they'd only one win and six in the league. So, mm. um, you know, so they're, not, they're not pulling up any trees. You know, it's probably their, their, their weaker kind of, their weaker season since they've been in the league. But um, yeah, again, injuries coming down. And I think getting goals has been an issue for them this season that they've only got more than, more than two once. And that was the last game against Brighton where they, where they threw a two-goal lead. So yeah. I, again, I, I don't see us scoring two or three goals, scoring three goals, but you know that they're not that they're not banging them in themselves. So I mean, there is opportunities there, but it mean, but again, we do need to perform. It's, it's just down to it, you know. Um, the same if we if we turn around with anywhere close to the attitude we had the weekend, would we beat out the gate? Yeah, you know, I mean, we don't want to perform to what happened there last season. Yeah, oh, stop. Oh, that, that was horrible. I think at the moment, Colly, there's too many players. Uh, like out the starting eleven, there's like five, six players, just so average, like five out of ten or something. And <clears throat> usually we could carry one or two players playing poor and uh, like make a change if we need to. But there's just so many players playing our form at the same time. It's it's actually scary. Yeah, I tend to agree with you there, Joe, I have to say. <clears throat> we went through a run of games there and <clears throat> players are getting sixes and sevens, maybe some were eights, but that level has dropped uh, quite considerably over the last couple of weeks, that's for sure. And we just can't carry them players uh, in a game, you know? We really can't. And I, I, I tend to disagree slightly with what the lads were saying about Wolves. I, th- I think uh, Wolves mid centre mids, I think Moutinho is, is kind of on the downhill slope, let's say. And I, I think we should have enough ourselves with the Corey and Gomez and Sigerson. Yeah, Blair, Blair, I actually <coughs> like him there as a man, Paul Dentz. like him. He's, he's busy. And he's, yeah, always, he he's always looking to get forward and in the box. So, uh, I don't know what you're going to get with Triori. He's very, very hit and miss. I know he's, hey, he's probably the fastest player in the league, Collie, but... Uh, I don't think he's he's at the same levels as he was, though, Joe, I have to say. No. Uh, I really don't. And, I don't think he he's actually started them over the last few games. I think he's been on, he on the bench. He started, he started <clears> for a couple of games at right back for some reason. I don't know what the hell that was about, but he got his one goal then, a year out of the way last week in the cup. He's going to start. He's going to start a hat trick tomorrow, it. Chris. Well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's but not, normally we'd be saying he hasn't scored in a year. He's going to score against us, so makes yeah, a change. Yeah. If oh. if, uh, if Richardson is fit, do you play Richardson through the middle? Or do you pull him out on I, the wing and leave Towson in the middle? I think he'll have to. I think he'll have to go as close to Towson as possible because, like we said, Towson's not going to come looking for the ball. He's going to stay up around the eighteen-yard box and, and wait for the ball to come to him. So, I think it, as much as we say we kind of sit back and play the break, you can't have too you don't much. Don't have of the distance. pace, show. I just don't think Towson has the pace to. to but that's to that's what I mean. Playing it's, the break, you know. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Well, he might have to just hang an arse up there and then wait for us to get to him, whether it be through a Wobby or Richardson, depending who's who's the quickest. But um, I don't know. It's it's just so hard to see uh, us playing on the front foot because if we get caught, especially with the pace that they have, I think in my Poland, he's a classic player, and. Like he can get something out of Triori. I know. I just hope he actually continues to put all that baby oil on. <laughs> he, might, <laughs> he might freeze by half time. 
Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know if if we sit in a play on the break. Uh, Towson's not going to be a runner. No. Does Pickford start tomorrow? I think he's going back in. Yeah. So you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there'll be three or four chances. So go back. Well, I think there'll be the back four. Um, I don't know whether Seamus will start. I'm not quite sure. I don't uh, think he will. I think Hogate will come back uh, in there. Hogate. Kane, Mina, Godfrey, uh, then it'd be Davis or Gomez. I, I just don't see the two of them starting, starting together. They're just too similar. Uh, the cardio come in. Depends on Richarlison. Yeah, a lot depends fitness. on him. Yeah, if Richie's mm. fit, he'd be left. Wobi be right. James be yeah. central. Yeah, Otherwise and then Towson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, again, I think. It'll, it'll revolve around Richardson's fitness test tomorrow and then we'll see see what happens there uh, we're going to predictions for this anyway uh, start with you Cully yeah, I don't think it's going to be a pretty game um, and unfortunately I'm going to have to predict a defeat and I'm going to go 1-0 1-0 to Wolves ok Chris 2-0 for Wolves this is slipping down the slope come on Rich bring this back up yeah, I think we might pull something out of it. Um, said I don't think they've been pulling up any trees of late, so I think that we might just grab. And we're we've been better away from home as well. I'm going to go one all. Yeah, I, I think one all as well. I think um, if if we score first, I can say it's kind of playing similar to that Leicester, Chelsea, Arsenal three games. Uh, just sitting in it, but if they score first and we have to come out, I think we'll struggle. I got one off. Usually when we all predict against anywhere we win, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that, that, yeah. covered, that covered the trick, lads. We just all predict defeats every <laughs> single week. <laughs> we now known as a doom podcast. <laughs> but then we get, then we get like, hammered for being too negative and all. But listen, you have to call it how it is. I mean, you can't, if it's a piece of shit, you have to call it a piece of shit. You can't call it a lump of gold. So that's just, just the way it is. Uh, and then just tonight, before we finish, uh, both draws are on tonight, Cully, for the next two rounds, which is a strange situation. So um, it be nice to see us get two lower league teams for the next two rounds. Or maybe oh. not, <laughs> after the way we played. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so the two draws now tonight, one is at 10 past seven, and the other one is at 25 past seven. So something to look for. Listen, in the hat, that's all the matters, Paul. That's it, Joe. That's it. And look, bad bad game against Rotherham, but we got it over the line. As we already said in this pod, we would have preferred probably not to bring on the players that we had to bring on to, to, to get it over the line. But in case of us, we go on and we're in the next round. We get Charlie or get, you know, whoever, <laughs> you know, and uh, we move on then. And sure, we'll win the cup come May, you know. Fast forward to May, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bit between now and May. I just don't look forward to it. That's the thing. Um, yeah, so we, we leave that there. Uh, anything else? Any, any news? Anything? Polly White? Nothing on the pipeline? Uh, just a few links, Joe. Uh, more players going out. I think uh, John Joe Kenny may head out soon. Yeah, we're saying that. has been uh, mentioned. Um, as a possible destination, but that's been tied in with, with an article with Josh King. He's in his last six months of his contract at Bournemouth. 
And they're also looking, I believe, for uh, Brandway on loan as well. Now, he, he's due to go out, I think, over this week, Joe, actually. Um, and I, I believe there's a number of championship clubs uh, looking to take him on loan for the last <clears throat> six months of this season. Apart from that, I think the Roma and Olsen and Bernard story is still there. Um, I'm not too sure how Tosin will, will uh, what will happen with Tosin given Dom's injury. I'd say him going out to be honest. <coughs> I couldn't myself, Joe, unfortunately. Yeah, we shot ourselves um, in the foot once already. It's not quite doing it again. So, yeah, and then Moise can't kind of scoring away in, in the French league. Now, it's a poorer league, albeit, but look, he's still putting the ball in the back of the net. And the more he scores, the more his uh, valuation, I would suspect, absolutely. goes up. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And they're oh, not short for a few quid, Joe, anyway, so... No, exactly. Yeah. Well, neither are we. Maybe not in that league, but yeah, we have a few, Bob. All right, boys. Thanks very much for today. Uh, we'll talk to you now uh, later on in the week. Hopefully, uh, we get something out of the Wars game and two nice, juicy ties in the FA Cup. Look forward to yeah. All right. All right, Joe. Take it easy. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club, just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website at www.irish-toffees.com. We'll talk to you next time. Up the toffees.